When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to tonight's CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualia, sitting here with Mike Molyneux. So, uh, season's over. Season ended early. Just like that. We had we had these conversations to start the postseason. We talked about it last week after the Patriots lost to the Dolphins. And honestly, Mike, it was more of the same. We just watched the same team had the same deficiencies all season long. And we're going to get more into it as this episode goes on, but final score, 20-13. to 13, Patriots finish off the year 12-4. Uh, and four. They're playing the Tennessee Titans in, in the divisional round. There's a lot of people saying, there were a lot of people saying that this was going to be an easy win, that this team should walk through Tennessee. It was going to be a tough game. Don't get people wrong, but they were going to get through it and they were going to make it on to the divisional round. Well, guess what? That didn't happen. There were a lot of problems with that game and I'm not here to pat myself on the back, but I might've picked Tennessee to win that game last week. Did I get dragged on Twitter a little bit? Yeah, Yeah. I did. (laughs) Well, look at this. Look at this. The Patriots lose. Again, I'm not here to brag. I don't I want the Patriots to be in the divisional round because this sucks. The Patriots football season's over. At least give us a divisional round game. But not the case. Patriots lose to Tennessee again. Final score 20 to 13. Mike, let's go with this as the big question. General overall look at the season and at the Tennessee game. Because again, I think it's more of the same. What was the biggest downfall of the Patriots? In 2019, the 2019-2020 season. And with that, what was the biggest downfall against Tennessee? What the hell went wrong in the wild card game that I had to watch at a wedding? What went wrong at the wild card game against the Tennessee Titans at, very important note, Gillette Stadium? Yeah, man, that that Gillette mystique completely vanished in these last two weeks of Patriots football didn't exist didn't exist you took a loss to the Tennessee Titans who the majority felt you should be able to take care of in the wild card game and then you know the week before that you lose to the Dolphins who aren't even close weren't even close to any type of playoff football all season you know I want to definitely talk about things to do with the offense and know we have a couple uh, later segments coming up that I want to dive in a little bit more on the offense but Offense, offensively, just like the last couple of weeks have been for the New England Patriots, it was a letdown. You know, the last several weeks for the Patriots, including the wild card game, have been a letdown offensively. It's just could you no say since fi- the Ravens game? Probably since the Ravens game, it's Offense just gone downhill. It's just slowly evaporated to the point where you know you really didn't have much faith in this offense to put up numbers at all. You're hoping that, damn, can we at least get 24, maybe 27 from this offense compared to averaging damn near 30 points to start the season 
you know, first couple of weeks, they're averaging close to 30 points. And then it, we can even say some of that those points were thanks to the defense playing at such a high level, you know, fumble, fumble recoveries, return for touchdowns, pick sixes, um, getting good field position from turnovers. A lot of that is thanks to the defense. But, I mean, offensively, this team just – just lost everything they had to start the season uh, for various reasons. But if you look at this game over the course of the season, offense was bad. And it, it all got summed up and really put on display against the Tennessee Titans. And then you look at the other side of the ball, and this is something I believe throughout the course of the season as well. Obviously, the defense, I think if you look at it in total, the defense was solid all year. You know, it was a very solid Patriots uh, defense um, throughout the course of the season. But in a lot of games, I started to notice the fact that the offense couldn't stay on the field, having a lot of three and outs, you know, doesn't any team, you know, your defense is getting forced to come right back onto the football team. Yeah, they're going to get gassed. And they're going to get gassed. They're not going to have all the energy because your offense gets on there for a couple plays and then boom, you're right back out there having to play defense again. Um, that's happened over the course of the season in various games. And then you look at the Tennessee Titans game. That was happening once again. But at the same time, the Patriots were getting killed by one man, Nick. One man. Derrick Henry is a monster. So I'll, real quick, I'll read his stat line. Oh, yeah. Derrick Henry. And this is what we talked about last week, too. Like, this wasn't something that we were just like, wow, he's Derrick Henry guy. He really he put up a good up. game. He sure did bring it up. We talked, we talked about this. At nauseum. Is that the word? I think so. Derrick Henry, 34 carries. A crap ton of carries. Because you know that the Patriots defense can't stop the run. We saw it all year. Nick Chubb. Uh, Joe Mixon was de- – actually, I don't even remember Joe Mixon's games. I'm not going to act like I remember that stat line. But we just know running backs had a solid year against the Patriots defense, and that was their number one deficiency. So, again, Derrick Henry, 34 carries. 182 rushing yards, 204 total yards, including receiving there. 5.4 yards per carry, one rushing touchdown, one reception, and that reception, 22 yards. And that was when he almost scored that touchdown, but he got rocked right at the one-yard line. Nick, video game numbers. He video was insane. They Nick couldn't Tuck. stop him. He's a, he's, he is a, he's a creative player kind of guy. He's huge. Tank, he was running over players on defense, running them over, running through them, running them over, whatever you want to say. Patriots got beat by one man. And I mean, again, a lot of the issues that they've had all season were just really summed up in that game against Tennessee. The offense struggled to get things going. And then defense, while they did struggle, you know, the area of the game, like you just talked about, that they struggled with mostly is running is what really took them out. It and, was exposed. And Tennessee, you know, taking having control of that game pretty much from start to finish. Almost. Do you know what Tannehill's final stat line was? What did he throw like eighteen passes or something like that? How many Eight passes? for fifteen. You know how many yards he got? And this beat you at Gillette Stadium. It's, it's seventy-two bad. yards. It's it's crazy to me how literally I I mean people watching in the stadium. People watching at home, you can just tell every play they're gonna hand it off. They're gonna hand it off. What change <laughs> yes, for the stack? Just what change? <laughs> what change? Nothing. Man. It was it. We we knew that game plan was coming. The Patriots must have known that game plan was coming, 
And you know what? Shout out to Mike Vrabel, too, for, for putting together such a great game plan. That was another detriment. That was another worry that we had with the Tennessee Titans coming to Gillette Stadium. It was Mike Vrabel. Belichick hasn't had great success over the past two seasons against his disciples. Vrabel, Flores, Billy O'Brien, Matt Patricia. Vrabel already beat you once in Tennessee. He came to Gillette Stadium, and he did it again. And the best thing that he did, the best thing that he did was take Bill Belichick's own play, his own little loophole that he has, and run down the clock in the fourth quarter by taking those delay of game penalties. Delay of game penalty. That Mike Vrabel had a... Mike Vrabel might have been, aside from Derrick Henry putting up absolute monster numbers, Mike Vrabel might have been the MVP of that game. Because he put together a game plan that shut down the Patriots. I love a job. With before we keep going, before we keep going, got to get this in. Okay, guys, I mean, we all know how VPN protects your privacy and your security online, right? But I didn't know this until recently, and it's taken my TV-watching game to the next level. You can use a VPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. Something that I actually recently just found out through Twitter, via Twitter, is that I just, maybe I'm just stupid. I thought all Netflix had the same TV shows, but I guess in the UK they have different TV shows. Uh, or they have like American TV shows, but the things that we can't watch on Netflix. So you can literally go on Netflix using ExpressVPN, act like you're in the UK, and you get the UK programming on Netflix. Okay. It was so simple, guys. Just do it. You guys, again, you can use your location in the UK. See, ExpressVPN hides your IP address and lets you control where you where you want sites to think that you're located. You can choose almost 100 different countries, so you just think about all the net, the Netflix libraries that you guys can go through. Do you love anime? I don't, but you might. Use ExpressVPN to access Japanese Netflix and be spirited away. I don't know if that's an, that's an anime term. But it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works with any streaming service, Hulu, BBC, iPlayer, YouTube, you name it, there are hundreds of VPNs out there. But the reason I use ExpressVPN to watch shows is it's ridiculously fast. There's never buffering or lag, and you can stream in HD no problem. ExpressVPN is also compatible with your devices, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more. So you can watch what you want to go on the go or on the big screen wherever you are. If you visit my special link right now or after the show, expressvpn.com beat, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show, watch what you want, and protect yourselves at expressvpn.com slash beat. Right, before we wrap up this segment, because it's we can't go too long here on the show, but yep. another issue that we saw all season long, Mike, that we have, me and you especially, have hammered week after week after week, the red zone. The Patriots beat themselves a lot, too. The Patriots took multiple trips to the red zone that they couldn't get in to the end zone. If you score, look, if you score one of those touchdowns, especially when you get down to the one-yard line. And one the freaking yard line. It's not the exact same play, but it's almost identical. All three plays from the one-yard line. Josh McDaniels, I don't know what you're doing. You have other, you have other plays besides from running plays on the one. You just do. Use a Landon Roberts. I know that didn't work earlier in the game. But or later in the game, whenever it was, use a Landon Roberts. Do something besides just shoving your running back right into the defensive players on the left side. Do something. Your red zone offense has been putrid all season. Bottom half of the league. By to, to bottom 20 of the league. Bottom 10 of the league. <laughs> but in, in, in that came back and that bit your ass in the wild card round. That came back and that essentially ended your season. 
Because if you score that touchdown, if you score in one of these red zone trips, I don't think, I don't know what, we don't know what would have happened. But I don't think the Patriots would have had the ball on the one-yard line later on in the game. I don't think they would have been fighting for that, or at least Tom Brady wouldn't have been forcing the ball to his receiver that ended up with the pick six. So I think if you if you just convert one of those red zone trips into a touchdown, aside from the Julian Edelman uh, sweet play, then you win that game and you're going to face Kansas City and Kansas City next week. But you didn't do it. You didn't do it. And you <sighs> That Miami game. Was, that Miami game. You just had to beat Miami. So many things, and in, in, this is what we started the show with. This is what we'll end it with. The Patriots thing. It's something that we always talk about every season. This team, as the year goes on, they get better. The September woes, and then you get better. It was almost different this year. September, they looked incredible. September, they looked insane. I was, I was preaching undefeated. I thought undefeated was really in our view. Me and you guess an undefeated season at one point. What, what are we thinking? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. What are we thinking? What stupid? happened to that team that I was <laughs> – wow. Absolutely I... unreal. But you hear about the Patriots. Their, their thing is as the season goes on, they get better. December, you better watch out. You don't want to come to Gillette Stadium in December. You're going to get your ass kicked. You don't want to come to Gillette Stadium in January. You're going to get your ass kicked. Well, that didn't happen. This team didn't get better. And again, we started the show with this. We'll end the show with this. They had these same issues all season. Nothing got fixed. The receivers, God. I mean, I know people are giving Tom Brady flack, and they should. He definitely took a step back. But what's the guy supposed to do? His best receiver led the league in drop passes this year with 11. We got to talk about it. We have to. We're going to get into it on another episode, one of this week's episodes of the CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. But, guys, I mean, the biggest downfall of this team this year, the receiving. Has to be the receiving. Absolutely. We're going to get that. You know, we're going to get more into that on a different episode. But the receiving, putrid. Tennessee, just beat your ass. You had the same problems all season long, and you didn't fix them. Nothing got solved. The only thing that improved through the season, Mike, was the offensive line. Slightly, too. And that's not even saying much because they slightly improved. Once Marshall Newhouse got booted, I mean, it, it, it at least looked better. Somewhat, but still a struggle. I think, you know, all around, this blame to be served out all around, in my Absolutely. opinion, for sure. All right, guys, this is another CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualley, sitting here with Mike Molino. So we watched the Patriots lose 20-13. to 13. The number one question, I think, in the NFL – for a lot of the season, as the Patriots struggled, the Patriots' passing game looks bad. Tom Brady looks like he's now falling off of a cliff. Max Kellerman, but he's taking a decline. Was Saturday night's game against the Tennessee Titans in Gillette Stadium Tom Brady's final game as a New England Patriot? So I guess that's kind of two questions. Is Tom Brady retiring? Is he going to a different team? Okay, so three questions. Or is he going to be coming back here to New England? Is he going to sign a new deal? Whether it be one year, two year, we can get into the details as you answer your question. So, again, Tom Brady's final game on Saturday against the Titans in that loss. Yes or no, Mike? No. That is not the last time we see Tom Brady in a Patriot uniform. This is a guy who, first of all, on his side of things, he wants to keep playing football. and. I, I when he says it, I believe him 100 percent because I think something that you kind of alluded to earlier, 
He hasn't really fallen off a cliff. Is he the same guy he was four or five years ago? No. Yes, we see that. Two years ago. Two years ago. Yes, he's not that guy. But one thing that I kept saying to people, you know, Saturday night or Sunday morning after the game, we've seen old quarterbacks who suck. <laughs> Peyton Man in his last year, he sucked. These and guys he, were ass. He had decent receivers over there. He pretty much had the same team that he had when he threw, what, 50-something touchdowns. Yeah. But he sucked. They were ducks. He had no zip on that football. Peyton Man, he sucked. Brett Favre. His last year, he sucked. And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm just thinking of guys, you know, that were Hall of Fame quarterbacks in my lifetime that I've seen age. Peyton Manning sucked. Brett Favre sucked. Tom Brady has been playing 41, 40, 41, 42. And he has yet to really shown that he sucked. Yes, does his passes sometimes have the same zip on him? Is his accuracy the same? No. But he's at the same level as Peyton Manning and Brett Favre when they were complete trash. No, he's not. Now, the stats may say otherwise. But if you really look into those stats and look at the team and watch this Patriots team all season, if you're going to sit here and put the blame on Brady completely for the offense and the receiver struggling and, and just bad play all around, you can't sit here and say that's on Brady. Brady himself wants to keep playing. I believe he should keep playing. Now, on the Patriots' side of things, Robert Kraft came out and said it. He wants he wants Brady as a New England Patriot. That's his number one prayer, his dream. He wants Brady as a Patriot. And I know most people won't believe this, but I personally believe, because there's been debates, who deserves more credit for the, the Patriots' dynasty? Is it Brady or is it Belichick? Or does Belichick really want Brady out the picture? Did he really want Garoppolo to be the guy? I personally believe Belichick is not a stupid man. He can do, he can coach, he can be the greatest coach of all time. He can have the schemes and do your job and all of that's great, believe me. I think he's the GOAT when it comes to coaches. But he's not stupid. He knows on the football field, one person that probably contributes to the amount of success that the teams had right next to him is Brady. And I also think uh, Belichick is smart enough to know Brady is not done. Belichick needs to look himself in the mirror and take some of the blame of what this team was in 2019. But to answer your question, Nick, I don't think Brady is done playing football. And I don't think Brady is done playing football for the New England Patriots, quarterback for the New England Patriots. Yeah, and you know, I'm with you because I'm changing my tune because earlier in the season, just a few weeks ago, I was saying, if you asked me then, I would have said the, I, I would have said that Tom Brady is retiring. But after listening to them after the game, uh, after watching that final game, I mean, first things first, I don't think Tom Brady's retiring on a pick six No, for Logan Ryan. No. I don't think he's doing that. So I guess that just narrows my choices down. Is he back with the Patriots next season or is he back? In football, but with a different team, whether that be the Los Angeles, Los Angeles Chargers, whether that be the Chicago Bears, uh, whoever it may be, the Dolphins, whoever it may be, Tom Brady is not going out like that. I think Tom Brady is coming back, and I think Tom Brady is coming back in a Patriots uniform next year. I'll explain why in a second. But guys, we all know how a VPN protects your privacy and security online, right? But I didn't know this until recently, and it's taken my TV watching game to the next level. I'm an idiot. I didn't. I really did not know this until recently. 
You can use a VPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. Look, something I found out on Twitter, I guess other Netflix services in different countries have different shows, not just like UK-specific shows, for example. But they have American shows that we might not have on Netflix, but they have it on their Netflix. See, ExpressVPN hides your IP address, and this allows you to watch UK Netflix. It lets you control where you want sites to think that you're located. You can choose from almost 100 different countries. That's a ton of countries. So just think about all the Netflix libraries that you guys can go through. Do you love anime? Some people do. Use ExpressVPN to access Japanese Netflix. Be spirited away, but it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works with any streaming service, Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason I use ExpressVPN to watch shows is it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag, which is the best. I, I cannot stand streaming and then having things lag because then you just know that it's going to keep doing that for the rest you got to go upstairs you got to reset the router it sucks and that never works it's usually the streaming service there's never any buffering though or lag with expressvpn you can stream in hd no issues expressvpn is also compatible with all your devices phones media consoles smart tvs and more so you can watch what you want on the go or on the big screen wherever you are Guys, if you go visit my special link right now, expressvpn.com slash beat, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show, watch what you want, protect yourselves at expressvpn.com slash beat. Again, our link, expressvpn.com slash beat. So, no, again, I don't think, excuse me, I don't think Tom Brady is retiring off of a pick six. I really don't think he's going to go out that way. The guy's had... Too much, too big of a career, too incredible of a career. It just, it just did not feel like he would end his career the way that that unfolded, the way that that game unfolded. And on top of that, just looking at the guy, I mean, you just went through the list of players that retired, quarterbacks who retired, who looked like absolute ass at the end of their career, yeah. one being Peyton Manning. Yeah. I don't think people remember. Peyton Manning sucked. Sucked! Peyton, like, Peyton Manning was benched for, uh, for one Brock Osweiler. Sucked, full season run. He was bad. He had no zip on the ball. He couldn't get any power behind the ball. Every single throw that he had was an absolute duck. He was a game manager, and hey, they worked. Uh, the Denver Broncos obviously won the Super Bowl that year, but their defense was out of this world, one of the greatest yeah. ever. Tom Brady does not look like that. Tom Brady looks like he still has something left in the tank. Again, did he take a step back? Yeah, I'm not saying that he didn't take a step back. I'm not saying that this guy was the MVP Tom Brady that we know. But he didn't take enough of a step back where I look at all these other guys who could be potential options. You have to think about that, too. And you alluded to Bill Belichick not being an idiot. You have to look at these other guys and say, okay, are they better value? Are they close to the skill level of Tom Brady, of where he's at right now? And can they win as football games? There is nobody out there right now who is going to be available to you that can win you more football games than Tom Brady. Bill Belichick always says it. He is trying to do the best things for his football team. He's trying to get the number one piece out there that can win him football games. And that's Tom Brady right now. It just is. So Bill Belichick, I think, is going to want him. In his heart, does he want to prove, and I'm interested in this too, does he want to prove that Tom Brady and him could win separately, especially could Bill Belichick prove that he can win without Tom Brady on his team? I think he would like that. I'm interested to see how that goes. I never thought that's the that's the case. The people have, have built up that narrative of one wants to show that they can do it without the other. I've never believed They have that. egos, though. They do. I, they they have egos. Have they really displayed it that much, to, to, in your opinion? No. I don't see, 
I don't see these guys. This is just me personally. I don't see these guys really deep down. Everything that we've heard from Brady has said, I've been so blessed to play with, play for the greatest, you know, owner and coach of all time. Like, I'm so grateful and thankful to be in this position. I really don't think he sits at home saying, man, if I could just go somewhere else and win a Super Bowl without Belichick, things I could really show the league. Like, he's done enough to show the league enough. No, but see, that's the thing. I don't think that they they are driving for it. I don't think like they would do enough to be like, okay, get me out of here. Yeah. I just think that it intrigues them. Maybe that's it. Maybe it intrigues them like it intrigues me. I think it intrigues them to think, could I win without A? Could I win without B? I mean, this is what Brady said uh, in the press conference after the game. He said, quote, I would say it's pretty unlikely. I love the Patriots. This is when he was asked about retirement. It's the greatest organization playing for Mr. Kraft all these years for Coach Belichick. There's nobody that's had a better career than me just being with them. I'm very blessed, and I, and I don't know what the future looks like, and I'm not going to predict it. I think Tom Brady wants to be back. It's been reported, though. This is a very interest, is interesting piece of this narrative to this story. Jay Glazer reports that Tom Brady is not going to be taking a, home down, a hometown discount. And to that, I say no. He shouldn't Tom. have been taking a hometown discount for the past Seven, eight years, if we're really being honest. Now, while that's true, <laughs> I totally agree with you. I think he would take a couple million off because, like, Tom, I think Tom just wants to feel appreciated. I that's think if – I that's it. That's literally – that's all it is. And I think if the Patriots go up to him and go, hey, we're, we're going to give you, let's say, $23 million, okay? We're going to give you $23 million, but this time the bill says, I promise you we're going to get you some premier targets. We're going to do something. We're going to do everything that we can. That is huge for this story. Huge for this story. If Bill can guarantee him that or maybe even make those moves before Tom signs a deal, well, then I think Tom Tom would take a slight discount on his contract, and I think he'd be more willing to come back to this team. In the end, he's coming back. What you just said right there is key. You know, it's absolutely the money, the money doesn't matter to players like like Tim Duncan and, and, and Braid and Tom Brady. The money doesn't matter. Like what was around him this year. You just want to have the pieces around you that can help you succeed. So I know that report came out. I read that, too. But I think that smoke being blown up people's asses about Brady not taking a hometown. disc. He doesn't care about the money. Give him a team to work with and watch yeah. him go to that work. was. That was leaked by Brady's camp. No doubt in my mind. That was leaked by Brady's camp. They want to get that leverage. I, I really think so. But I think if Bill and the Patriots can get Tom targets, I think everything is going to be forgiven. I think they're going to be fine. And I think Tom wants to go get that seventh ring. I think he wants to win one more time. And this year was a big shot to his ego. Do not be shocked if Tom Brady shows up next year, maybe even comes to OTAs. I don't know. I hope hey, he does because that gives us more stuff to talk about in the offseason. You could be, you could be, you could have all the motivation in the world, but nothing motivation could really get a kick in his ass if you take a bad loss. And yeah. this is what happened to this team. Not only this game, but all season long, it was a bad season. Now you really, because I mean, what are the Super Bowls in the last what three of the last four seasons appearances, whatever the numbers are. Now you really got to work from the bottom of the mountain all the way to the top again. And if there's somebody that could do it, it's Tom Brady for sure. And he has said time after time after time after time, guys, you have to remember the brand, TB12. He said that he wants to play until 45 years old. That brand takes a hit. His whole game plan after his career is done in football is based off of TB12. A huge, huge step in the right direction for TB12 is if he can play until 45. You better damn believe that this guy is going to do everything that he can, everything in his power, as long as Giselle lets him. 
to play football until he's 45 years old. All right, guys, this is another CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualley, sitting here with Mike Molyneux. All right, so again, I mean, I did not think this was going to be a show. I mean, no, you know what? Okay, a couple weeks ago, if you asked me, I did not think that we were going to be talking about the Patriots after wildcard weekend, their season being done. I really did think that they were going to uh, – you had to beat the Dolphins. You had to beat the freaking Dolphins to just get that pass to the divisional round and make the Chiefs – maybe the Chiefs lose. Maybe we're talking about the freaking Chiefs this week. That would be great, but we're not. We're talking about the Patriots losing 20-13 to to the Tennessee Titans to a Ryan Tannehill-led Tennessee Titans team, a Mike Vrabel-led Tennessee Titans team. 72-yard passing for Ryan Tannehill on Saturday night in Gillette Stadium. He did it in your face, in your mouth, in your home stadium. Well, look at this now. Patriots done. So, I mean, what else can we do now? Look at the offseason. There were a lot of problems with this team throughout the entire year. We've talked about this on past episodes. One thing with the Patriots is they improve throughout the year. December, you don't want to play the Patriots at Gillette Stadium. December, you don't want to play the Patriots at all. January comes around, divisional round. You better watch out. This team's going to smack you around in the divisional round. They're They're going to walk into the AFC Championship game. Clearly, there were some issues with this team that prevented that from happening. So now we're talking about this Patriots offseason. What looking at the roster, looking at how this year unfolded, looking at the issues, Mike, what are the team's top priorities? What should the team's top priorities be as they head into this offseason? And plus throw in with this Tom Brady free agent. I've said this over the last couple of seasons, and even as the Patriots had success winning, you know, Super Bowl against the Rams, you know, they beat Atlanta, unfortunately they lost to the Eagles, but they still made it to the Super Bowl. One thing that I've said over the years, once Brady reached, you know, 39, 40 years old, uncharted territory, one thing that I've always preached over and over again while the team was having success, as Brady gets older and, you know, still shows that he has something left in the tank, the best thing you can do is put the best possible talent around him. Now, yes, we've seen Brady years ago in the in the 2010s you know he's he's been a great quarterback with some sucky talent we we've had seasons where like who are these guys out there with Brady that he's passing to but Brady's still you know younger had a solid arm accuracy is making things happen for the most part but this is a guy who's starting to age and he's never he never was the fastest guy in most athletics so him scrambling wasn't really an option but again this is a guy starting to age you know the running's not going to be there for him and the arm is obviously not going to be the same. This team, now more than ever, especially after how 2019 went, this team now more than ever needs to put talent on the offensive side of the football. Brady, like we've said in in a previous segment, still has something left in the tank, obviously. If you watch the Patriots in 2019, Brady still has something left in the tank. But his options, his weapons... Is not something that you should give a 42, 43-year-old quarterback. Even as great as Edelman has been over the years, he's starting to fall off. He can't Led be the, the league in drops. Led the Led league in drops. Edelman's great, but he can't be, you know, that maybe number one option anymore. He needs to be either an option B or one one A. I don't I don't know, but he can't be that top guy anymore. Mm-hmm. This Patriots team 
needs to look at how this season unfolded. Belichick, Kraft, whoever guys, you know, what other other guys that Belichick has around helping him make decisions. You have to get this team talent. And, they, you know, they showed a glimmer of that earlier in the season when they said, hey, let's go get Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown's available. Let's put him on this team. They had it there. Early in the season, even coming into the season, we all thought that, okay, now this is an offense that we can really work with. Obviously, Gronk was out the picture. But you Edelman, Josh Gordon, Demarius Thomas. Then you go Edelman, Antonio Brown, Josh Gordon. And that was before we knew Antonio Brown was a crackpot. Or we knew true. he was a crackpot. We just didn't know he was as true. big of a crackpot as he is. But as the season progressed, the offense, the weapons that Brady has started to diminish. And then on top of that, you look at you know the trade deadline and possible moves to be made. What tight end did the Patriots try to go get? Nobody. You went. You had options out there, wide receiver, who to trade for. I still don't know why Emmanuel Sanders is not a New England Patriot, but that's a conversation for a different day. That made no sense. The Patriots need to look at this offseason and say, okay, we're going to bring Brady back, but obviously we can't have a 43-year-old Tom Brady who still has something left in the tank throwing to undrafted free agents and rookies. It just can't happen. in a 33, 34-year-old wide receiver – it just can't happen. You have to put talent around this man, whether that's the wide receivers that he has as weapons and then offensive line as well. Instead of drafting, you know, wide receivers that, you know, you don't really know what to expect and a running back who never touched the field or try to just draft young, <laughs> strong offensive linemen that can do a hell of a job protecting this man. That's just where I'm at in terms of how this team can get can improve, you know, looking at next season. Yeah, and you're going to probably need a left guard next year because if you do bring Tom Brady back like we think that they're going to, if you do need to bring, if you bring Tom Brady back, you're probably not going to be able to afford Joe Tooney. He is going to get paid. Joe Tooney. I love Tooney. Tooney was the best offensive lineman on the football team all season. It's not going to shock me if he becomes the highest paid guard in football. That guy was a tank this year. Unbelievable. Before we keep going, guys, we all know how VPN protects your privacy and security online, right? But I didn't know this until recently because I'm a moron. And it takes and it's taking my TV watching game to the next level. You can use a VPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. Something I found out on Twitter, there are different types of shows, different shows, different American shows on other Netflixes in different countries like the UK. Like I think I saw like that Nickelodeon show iCarly. That's apparently on the UK version of Netflix. I don't know, but you can watch that if you use ExpressVPN, you spoof your location to make it look like you're in the UK, you can watch shows that are in the UK Netflix library. See, ExpressVPN hides your IP address, and it lets you control where you want sites to think that you're located. You can choose from almost 100 different countries, so just think about all the Netflix libraries that you can go through. Love anime, ExpressVPN, to use ExpressVPN to access Japanese Netflix and be spirited away. But it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works with any streaming service. Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. There are hundreds of VPNs out there. But the reason I use ExpressVPN to watch shows is it's ridiculously fast. Worst thing ever is when you're streaming on a TV is when it starts buffering. Because you know it's not going to stop buffering for the next five minutes at least. If it ever stops buffering. Unless you have to shut it off and reset it. It's the worst. There's never any buffering or lag though with ExpressVPN. And you can stream in HD no issues. ExpressVPN is also compatible with all of your devices, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, so you can watch what you want on the go or on the big screen wherever you are. If you guys go visit our special link right now, expressvpn.com slash beat, you can get an extra three months. That's three months of ExpressVPN for free. 
Support the show, watch what you want, and protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash beat. Yes, sir. All right, so there's a couple of house cleaning things that the Patriots, housekeeping things that the Patriots have to do this offseason. One, you have to bring back Tom Brady, and only because I don't think that you have anybody else in the pipeline. I don't trust Jared Sidham. I don't think Jared Sidham's the next guy. You don't have, yeah, (laughs) grab somebody. (laughs) If Tua falls to you in the draft this year, you take him in the first round. You have the 23rd pick. If Tua somehow falls to you in that first round, it's probably – well, he's hurt. If if you can trade up and get him, get him. I don't care who it is. Draft another quarterback. I don't trust Jared Stidham. I will say this. Not to cut you off. I'm sorry. What? This is the year you draft the heir to the throne. This is There's a solid quarterback draft. This is it. So you re-sign Tom Brady at least for a year. If Tom Brady comes back, it's probably going to be for two years. It's going to give him that option, I would assume. Number two, you call Rob Gronkowski. And you say to that guy, get your ass back on the field. We'll pay you whatever amount of money you want. You don't even need to catch passes. Just throw blocks. Just be a blocker. Just do something for us. Just take away attention because that was a huge issue this year with the Patriots. <laughs> is we talk about this all the time with Rob Gronkowski, was when he was on the team, he might not have been as effective as usual, but he always had eyes on him. He always had either one or two defenders who were focused on him because you know that he was such an elite threat that even though he took a step back, he could still absolutely shove it down your throat. You didn't have that this year, so that means everybody who's swarming on your best receiver, the only receiver who could create any kind of separation. year old guy. <laughs> Julian Edelman. You got, you got to beg Rob Gronkowski to come back. But the more realistic option, like you said, you got to get more receivers in. Oh, you have to make a deal. Veterans. They don't have to be top-notch, you know. Not an old broken-down one, though. Just veteran guys who've been around for a little bit. Like an Emmanuel Sanders, who you could have had at the trade deadline this year. Emmanuel Sanders. You have to make a deal for somebody to strengthen this receiving core. Give Tom Brady some kind of weapon. Because like I've said on a a prior episode discussing Tom Brady and whether or not he's coming back is one of the key issues that that Bill Belichick and the Patriots are going to have to use to lure Tom Brady back on a deal that might be a hometown discount. I know it's reported that he doesn't want a hometown discount, but if you can show him that you're getting him targets, he might be willing to take a hometown discount that would help you build your roster. you got to get some kind of receiving threats, some kind of targets that are going to at least help his case. Because again, Tom Brady took... Tom Brady definitely took a step back this year. Nobody's denying that. I think Tom Brady this year was really bad at several times throughout the season. Tom Brady was putrid at several times throughout the season. But a big problem, a big reason to that was because he didn't have any targets. He didn't have anybody to throw to. Rookies. What did he, he had rookies. He had Jacoby Myers. <laughs> Jacoby Myers, who was like he was a nice story. We were excited. We were like, this guy, cool. He's He seems like he's doing something. He disappeared off the face of the earth. Tom Brady said, get out of here, you dummy. Should have on a Super Bowl contending team. Yeah, Nikhil Harry just never really showed up. He showed flashes here and there, but he never showed up. Meanwhile, DK Metcalf is looking like a stud out there in Seattle. You could have had Please, DK, DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf. Get another target. At, you have to get at least... One target, because Edelman's already posted on his Twitter. He's coming back, whatever. Squirrel emoji. I guess he'll be back for 2020. So you have him coming back. I don't see him taking a giant step back. He'll probably take a little step back. You have to get a top-tier target who's going to create separation for you and at least give Tom Brady somebody to throw to. Because even even that 
play on Saturday where Ben Watson ended up catching the ball. It was Ben Watson over the middle where Brady was all had to scramble all the way to the right. He had, what, 10 seconds to throw the ball? And nobody was getting open besides your old-ass tight end who retired literally after the game. He <laughs> didn't waste no time. He <laughs> yeah. no time. So you have to get a target. If you don't get a target, this team's screwed again. We're going to be having the same exact conversation next year. They don't get If they don't improve Tom Brady's weapons, because we're going to assume Tom Brady is coming back here on this show right now, if they don't get Tom Brady any weapons, we're going to have the same exact show next year around this time, without a question. I mean, if I'm Tom Brady, you know, obviously I want to be a New England Patriot if I'm Tom Brady. But I'm like, all right, I want to be here, guys. But you got to give me something to work with. You guys know my work ethic for the last 10 years and what I put in to get myself ready. Cause what I put in to get myself ready has led to six Super Bowls yeah. for you guys. So like, if you know what I'm willing to put in for my craft to help you guys be a successful football team, you got to give me something to work with. I can't work with, sorry, he loves Ben Watson. Great guy, great story, but this guy's about 45 years old. Sorry. J- J- Jacoby Myers. <laughs> Jacoby Myers isn't even on my list. I've got the receivers list right here. I wrote Edelman. This is what you go into net with next year if you don't make any moves. Edelman, fine. Muhammad Sanu, wildly disappointing. One of the worst trades Bill Belichick has ever made. Give him a training camp under his belt, hopefully. Second round pick for, for Muhammad Sanu, who did almost nothing. Okay. All I heard about Sanu, by the way, before he showed up to this team, this guy doesn't drop passes. It hits him in the hands, he's catching it. He dropped a lot of passes this year. A lot of passes. And then Nikhil Harry, I'm not ready to call him a bust yet, but he might take a step forward. If you add a top receiver, a good receiver, who's going to give Tom Brady somebody to throw to, your team's going to just your team will automatically be better without question. Yeah, you got to add two solid guys to that list. You need two solid guys added to that list. If just, you can get three, sure. If and if that third option is a is a pass catching tight end, sure. But you got to add two or three guys to that list that you just gave there that are not rookies or have been in the league for a couple of years now. Eric Ebron. I mean, I just bring that guy in. I don't know. So, I don't care. Yeah, Nobody's going to be Rob Gronkowski. We know no. that. But you got to have options there for Brady to make plays with. Yeah. All right, guys. That was another CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. Again, Nick Qualia, Mike Molino. So we got no more games, but the show's going to keep on rolling. I guess we're going to be entering the point of the season. We've got a lot to talk about in the next coming weeks. We're going to end up – We're going the show's going to be rolling through the summer, so you guys aren't losing yes, us. Sir. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't you worry. If you want us gone, guess what? We're not going to be gone. We're going to be rolling all the way through the summer up until next season. So, guys, stick with the show. Again, Nick Qualia, Mike Molino, Marv will be back next week. Guys, CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. Thanks for watching.